Hello and welcome back to the Sisterhood of the Heartbreak Pants. For this episode, I have got a guest appearance, which is my mum. Unfortunately, Zuli is very unwell this week, so we have given her a week to recover. So, mum, thank you for coming on. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm um, a little apprehensive. Did you think you'd be on this early? (laughs) No, I didn't at all, but I'm very, very um, happy to step in if Zuli's unwell. And as you well know, I've been invited to do some podcasts in the past, and this is the only one I've said yes to. So here goes. Let's hope I don't make a complete mess of it. You won't. You won't. All right. How has your day been? Because we've both travelled down to London. So what have you done this morning? I had a very exciting time because, as you know, we came down because your sister's just moving into her first home with her partner. And so we came down to help that move yesterday, which was very exciting. And then we got buses across South London to get over to where you are. Oh. To your brother's place. So it's a big family weekend, really, all in all. And and then spent lots of lovely time playing with and feeding Baby Oliver. Baby Oliver, the grandson. He's very squeaky and screamy now. Okay, so the first question. We have lived a long time together, me coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, so what are the, the best and the worst things about living with me? <laughs> oh, you ready for, ready for a bit of honesty? <laughs> a bit of rinsing, yes. So I think, so we'll start with the worst things first, <laughs> move on to finishing on a high. I think the worst things, the challenges were from sort of age nothing really, because you were the youngest of three you always managed to find a way to not be around when people were doing things. So you're quite quite good at sort of opting out of things that you're asked to do, which could be very frustrating. But I think probably the thing that was um, most frustrating was your untidiness, which was, it was always a bit of a sort of game between whether it was going to be you or your sister that was the most untidy. But you you usually won that did one. I? You did indeed. And uh, um, I only noticed it when I came home from school a couple of times and my room was clean because <laughs> you had just had Oh, uh, I mean, I constantly obviously had to tidy it because otherwise, because the, the net result of a very untidy room is that you usually can't find anything. And so, you know, when you're at school and the demands are changing daily, you're constantly having to go through to try and make sure what you, you know, that, that we've got what we need. But no, but you know, I mean, on the other side of it is that you were an incredibly cheerful person for the most part, seemed to have a kind of life that you know you as we all you know that we all joke about is that you spend a lot of time in your room I think perhaps I enjoy my space a bit too much yeah well yes I I think you you retreated there when 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 there was a bit of pressure on you elsewhere (laughs) but um to get involved and do things but actually I seem to have streams of friends coming through and in your teenagers I mean I'm not sure like a lot of parents there was a bit of a, a bit of a battle through getting you to actually apply yourself to schoolwork when it mattered um but um otherwise you school were... years are just a blur to me but yes I wish I could say the same <laughs> I think I was quite pleased when they were over we weren't having I mean, to really sort of when they were make over. an effort to sort of drag you through um all the things that uh, you were being asked to do and finding a million reasons not to do 
have to say, I didn't think you'd end up doing podcasts, but I mean, I can't think of a better thing to do because you've always been quite good at sort of, I mean, even even through all your school years, you were always really good at being the person that everybody went to, to, you know, you looked after people and uh, if somebody was in distress, you were there to help them out. And that's why we always say that you should have gone into being a nurse or a paramedic or something like that because you'd be so good at it. Yeah. I mean, do you, because you said that my moods, Oh, well, yeah, I I don't know if I call it moods or if I call it attitude, actually. Yes, you could have, yes, attitude. I mean, that's prevailed forever, hasn't it, really? I think I talk back a lot. Well, yeah, I get, I'm very, I'm very sarcastic, I know that. I think you're much more, I think you're better defending yourself now than you used to be. So I think you've got a, you know, quite a strong sense of justice, which isn't necessarily in keeping with actually how the world ticks over. Definitely not. Because there's yeah. lots of things that, that just go on that shouldn't go on. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, and you know, I suppose sometimes you just have to kind of think, right, okay, I feel really strongly about that, but I'm just going to have to suck it up. Yeah. Um, it's one thing that really winds me up. But I think this, yeah, your attitude, yeah, your attitude was a tester. And I mean, actually, it's funny because your attitude was possibly even worse when you were in and out of your various relationships that ended up with you being at home sort of in your 20s rather than um living away as much but your relationships I think your sense of what should be was very prevalent um and you you know your sense of kindness and your sense of fairness and um not really understanding why people might not be as nice to you as you were to them which still carries on till today yeah but overall I would say that you weren't an exceptionally difficult teenager at all just um, who was the most difficult of you three yeah I don't think any of you were particularly I mean I often think we were quite lucky I mean I just think that you know <laughs> I think if you were being really difficult you probably got picked up pretty swiftly yeah. by me <laughs> and the others so do you see a lot of similarities between me and you Gosh, that's a really interesting question. I ask this because obviously every time we see, we're seen together and people have just met us for the first time or know you and have met me, know me, have met you, they, every single time my friends make a comment at the end about how similar we are. Especially, you remember in that um, Scottish fish and chip shop, that guy was like, you guys are the spitting image of each other. Oh, yes, I do. I don't mean that. just looks, but yeah. I do mean by personality and everything else. But he just said that. And I, I honestly, I've, I, I really struggle to see it sometimes that we look similar. <laughs> this is not like an insult, but I just can't see it. No. And I think it's interesting because I think that. I think me and Casper look similar. Well, you two have got quite similar shaped faces. I think you all share quite strong traits, which actually I think is important. With parents, you can see it in your children more when they get much older. So now that you're all sort of in and around the 30s mark, it's much more obvious who's... I think you and I are quite similar in the sense that we... um, When I look back at my working life, because I've changed jobs or careers so many times, and I think you're a bit like that. You've moved around, you know, something you don't like hasn't been working for you and you've jumped to something else to test it out. I think what you will find in the same way that I have is that nothing's perfect um, but there are similar things about everything that you like so I think there are some very common grounds in the sense that we both are very much people um, we both really love people people are the core of what we do 
and wherever you've worked the thing that you've got out of it has been the people that you've worked with and that is a very similar trait in many ways I think we're very dissimilar I think I'm you're much more laid back than I am much more laid back um but yeah and I hate it when people are constantly saying oh you know that's a bit of me and that's a yeah. bit of you do you hate it I do I hate it I just think no it's not it's just them in their own unique way people always comment on it when they see me and Olivia together all three of us obviously I haven't had much comments on dad because I we don't really get that many comments when we're not together as much but with you when people see me me with Olivia and pictures but I think yeah so I can see that the similarities physical similarities are very are very similar you all do look quite similar um but um, I meant in terms of kind of personalities and things like that is you know as people grow up because someone said to me they saw a video of you I was showing them I think it was a birthday about two years ago and they saw you (laughs) You rolled your eyes in the video and went, oh my God, that is you. Yes, no. No, no I mean, I, to be honest, I think all three of you do that quite quite a lot. And I probably roll my eyes a lot more than Dad, so yes. Um, no, because I think also the fact that we all, we all have quite strong things that we love doing, which are, so Dad and I obviously love music and dancing and things like that, and you three all picked up on that. So the whole kind of, we all love a party. There's nothing like a, a drunk five Norrises in a room together. I think you share as much of dad as you do of me, you know, but you know, it's very much my a kind humor. of nice blend. Yes, your humour with dad, which I don't get at all. Um, and I kind of go, ugh, you know, um, but that is really lovely because actually it's good that he's got an audience that really likes his humour. Okay, so obviously you've been there through the ups and downs and screaming and crying of my relationships. Who was so who was my favorite boyfriend of yours and my least favorite boyfriend of yours i'm not sure if i'm really honest i'm not sure that i got to know anybody except dylan well because dylan was living with us for some time i was with dylan for a long time though. you were and i really really liked him you know that so you know i was really sad when you two broke up but i could also see that you know in the, those six months his behavior hadn't really been his behaviour at the end was diabolical to me. It was, it was, and I, but I don't think we knew the half of it. So I think that I was difficult because we'll you two were living to together. Honest. You you two were living together anyway. I don't. And you were out of home. Yeah, but I don't. I won't ever find out. But really. I, well, it doesn't matter now, does it? It's done. It's dusted. There's no point in knowing about it. You know, there were, you two did have some really good times when you were together. We travelled to a lot of places. You did, and I think again, you know, I think it's easy to sit back after a relationship and be really cross about everything. But I think it more helpful to look at the to look at the balance overall and think right you know out of three years did we have two good years but actually did, who did I like the most I think it's really difficult to make that call because I didn't meet the last person's soul I didn't meet I did meet um Tom Tom, Tom was really sweet but I could see that it was going Too to be a real challenge for you um who was before that that was the the, the guy at school what his name was oh Joe Joe Joe, he was sweet, but again, I didn't really we know too, him. I was, we were yeah, it was young, fair, then. but it was a school. It was a it was a school relationship, wasn't it? Yeah. So you know, Dylan was the only really long. Um, <laughs> yes, I mean, quite cynical <laughs> about the world, which is quite funny, and I'm convinced that you'll find somebody. Are you? Who is your? Yeah, convinced. Or you do will. you not think my love life is a complete, absolute train crash? No, I don't. I think it's. I think 
if you think your love life is a train crash at your age, what do you think I need to check? Well, not change about myself, but what do you think I need to stop doing if that was any different? So I think you need to be a bit more open and a bit more relaxed. I think you need to not carry the hurt that you've had. So that's quite a tricky one. I think, you know, when we come out of relationships or when we've been hurt. expect them to do it too. Yes, not label them with who the previous people were. Be a bit more open about it. Be more open to opportunity, not to go around telling, you know, it's so easy for that anger to sit there forever. And actually it's quite destructive. It's only you it hurts. You know, be open to meeting people. I do think you need to avoid people who are much younger because I think that... That's a pattern for me. Yeah, it is. And I think the thing is I can sort of see the fun side of it, but you are growing up quite fast at the moment. And I think that you need to find somebody who's who's um, going to be your match, somebody who's going to stand up to you and who's going to be able to say, to have a proper conversation that's an equal conversation, not somebody who wants to control you and manage you the whole time. And to do it you know your way yeah. or their way it's but... really funny because i know that dad very much dislikes him dylan after the ending he was fine during the relationship he told me but then he said at the end he was not happy yeah but he the, the end didn't happen very well did it let's be honest it was a bit it, the last six months were, were, were tricky <laughs> i just see when you bring him up his face just drops yes no but i mean who what parent likes watching their children get hurt nobody and you were devastated after that one whereas with the last one you were more angry than devastated because and again you but but you know you have to remember that you were the one that that finished it finally with dylan so it wasn't i had to someone no i know no no no, i know you had to but and and, you know dads i think are very very protective of of their girls in the same way that oh yeah casper's the same he was the same though yes he was and actually whereas i just see the boy the the, because he was a boy really let's be honest but i see that the young man there and i just think haven't quite mastered how to finish a relationship nicely and kindly or to just be aware of the fact it's not really working for him um yeah. And to, to not treat you badly while that was all going on. And that's where he went wrong. He could have been easily, you know, if he'd known it wasn't. I think, to be honest, until you finished it, even when he talked to me quietly about it and said he wasn't sure what he wanted. And I thought, I mean, at that point, I didn't realise he was talking about girlfriends. I thought he was talking about work at that point. But, you know, I just thought, you can't really play with two things here. Yep. Okay, so do you think I have changed hugely since being a teenager? I think I don't really think people do change that much from being teenagers I think you know the kind of your main character traits just get bigger and stronger but I do think you have grown up massively I think inevitably some of the relationships have left a bit of a mark on you but you've pulled your way through them remarkably well I think all the really good things about you have come out you know your kindness your organizational ability you're a really good friend to people. You're a very good family member. You know, when the, when the chips are down, you're there to support people. Do you think I'm too loyal? Because you've said that before. Too loyal to your friends? Too loyal in general. Do you think I am too loyal? I think, I think a bit like you and Ju- Ju- Julie were discussing at one point, that I think you hang in there for a long time. So I don't think it's about 
loyalty. I think it's about just always thinking something's going, somebody's going to get better and not Sorry. necessarily seeing yeah. that. Yeah. So I think all those traits that you had that were really positive and the old negative ones when you were a teenager have got bigger and stronger and better. And what I, the only thing I think that perhaps gets in your way now is carrying a bit too much of your knocks and scars, you know, from relationships and I don't know when things haven't perhaps gone your way at work or whatever, that you then carry a bit too much of that into instead of just throwing it over your shoulder, looking at it, thinking, right, what what could I have changed there? But actually, no, I think you're still, I think you are just more of that lovely, funny, carefree, massively capable person that you were. So to aunt, I have changed. I've just developed. You've developed. And I think you have developed a strong sense of who you are, which you didn't have as a teenager, obviously, because most of us don't. Um, no, I was a bit all over the place. Yeah, you were. But I think you did realise quite a while ago, when you set your heart on doing something, you can really do it. And I don't think you had, I think that's changed a lot because I don't think you had that evidence. But when you really want to do something, you can do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Do I think I've I think I have changed hugely in a way that I'm not as like flaky in a sense I won't just do anything anyone says just because they're my friend like I do have a song, strong sense of yes and no now and if I don't want to do something or I do want to do something it's not just I'm not just going to do it because you ask and I'll feel bad in the end that's really interesting because I don't think that's necessarily yes you were like that a bit as a teenager I'd never have called you flaky you just wanted to be, you know, you like most teenagers, you wanted to have a, ne a group of friends. Um, but I think that what you, I think that's really changed in the last two years. I think you've really started to recognise who you are and put down boundaries and not be quite so malleable, just say yes to to please somebody else and not necessarily put yourself first. What, you think I don't put myself first? I think you do. I think that's changed massively in the last two years rather than it being from a teenager to now I think the the acceleration of that's been very recent okay if that All makes right. sense yeah I think it has been it's been in the last two, it was in 2023 that that all changed yeah I think in my uh, opinion. do you I think yeah. it, I think that started to change during the pandemic really I think yeah I do because I think that was sort of where you know, towards the end of the pandemic, when your relationship fell, went with Dylan fell apart. And I think you've learned to stand up for yourself a lot at work and everything like that. But I think there's so much more. I think you're beginning to get a really strong sense of who you are. Of me, yes. rather than just being like... Yes. I don't think school really did you any favours. I mean, I don't think we were ever that grateful to school for you, our choice. I just don't think it was fantastically appropriate for you. And I think you had an unfortunate no. year group. And that group was more antagonistic than pulling together but you've got a lot stronger since then okay and to wrap up the episode what is the most annoying thing about me i think that's a really difficult question it's the word annoying that's difficult but i think that the most frustrating thing about you possibly <laughs> just used a synonym is um i want to see you taking more responsibility over your working life in the way that you do over your you have done so successfully over your relationship life I think it's about you picking up the reins to say right this is what I want where am I going to get it yeah I find it weird because when I'm in a position where no one will pick up the reins 
I pick up the reins, like at home, when no one will do yeah, it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, for yeah. For God's sake, it's up to me now, isn't it? And it's about being able to get a bit more out of work, you know, get a, get yourself into a position where you're doing the managing and doing it the way you want to do it, which you're more than capable of doing. Okay, we'll wrap up that episode. Thank you, Mum, for saving me this week and agreeing to do the episode. How was the first podcast you've been on? Actually, it was much easier than I thought it was going to be. But no, it was really nice and it was um, a privilege to be invited. So thank you very much. Okay, this will be up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and YouTube Podcasts now. So we will see you next week again at Sunday at 11. Thank you, everyone. Bye. (laughs)